and gentlemen, here's Matt Mosley. On his Matt Mosley, the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas, and uh, getting you ready for tonight's ALCS Game 4. Randy Galloway joining us now. Randy, I'm sure you got one one eye on this NLCS, but it's almost hard, isn't it, to pay attention to another series, especially one that's been dominated by the Phillies, when you got the Rangers and the Astros. And you and I have been through this before, but it is strange when the Rangers kind of take over during a Cowboys season, right? I mean, what, no matter how the Cowboys are doing, it's always a little strange. I would say seismic strange. I mean, that's a uh, – <laughs> you know, it doesn't happen often. I found it uh, interesting. Now, again, TV numbers, and I've only seen uh, – one TV number, that was from Sunday night game one down in Houston. And that was the most watched uh, uh, first game of an uh, ALCS championship series uh, since uh, like 2015. I mean, eight years, it, it drew a huge baseball number. Now, again, football, is it going to outdraw it? Yeah, I mean, the NFL, the NFL was playing that Sunday night too, but it is amazing that they had those huge numbers when you're going against, uh, and then that was the Giants and somebody. I Matt, I don't even remember, but Bills, I wasn't yeah. watching. Yeah, Mm-mm. and so, uh, uh, but uh, I mean, the entertainment for the state of Texas <clears throat> right now is uh, two baseball teams. I don't think there's any doubt about that, and I I love the way uh, the Texans are playing. Uh, <laughs> in the AFC, uh, and I hate the way the Cowboys are playing, but that's another story. But, yeah, to see baseball uh, just on the front burner, and here we are in mid-October, uh, that's a uh, that's a beautiful thing, I think. Yeah, yeah, and someone who covered baseball, Rangers beat writer uh, for a decade, for all those years, the morning news, and then wrote those columns. By the way, I had our buddy – uh, Richard Justice on earlier. I thought Richard would be would be good on those Astros, and of course he shared a lot. But um, we were talking about Jordan Alvarez, and I mean it just adds so much to it. The Astros, having been through with that scandal, and so a lot of people kind of think of them. They're kind of the Patriots now. It's like they think of them yeah, as cheaters, yeah. and yet even after that got discovered. They just keep going back to the ALCS. I mean, it's kind of wild. You almost have to go back to, like, the Yankees or something uh, when Joe was there. I mean, to have to have that kind of run. I mean, they're there every year, and here the Rangers are, uh, after being out in the w- baseball wilderness, with a chance to knock them off. I mean, it's just so many great storylines. Well, and I, w- without a doubt, and I've, I've seen this even, uh, you know, just reading stuff across the country, but I've seen the uh, uh, stories saying the Rangers are the national favorite now. And that has may have a little something to do with the kind of, the kind of season that uh, uh, the, the uh, Rangers had and, and the run they've had in the playoffs, but mostly it has to do with Astro hatred. Because if you're a baseball fan, and and even though you might not be a fan of either one of these two teams, but you want to watch the games, you're rooting no matter where you are, New Hampshire to California, 
most likely you were rooting for the Rangers. So the Rangers have become a uh, a national favorite uh, simply because uh, they're playing the they're playing the Astros. And I, it is amazing that uh, what was that, Matt? Five years ago, six, uh, the famous banging on the garbage can yeah. scandal, and people have still not forgotten it or forgiven. Baseball fans don't forget or forgive. And, hell, last night, I'm just watching on TV, but uh, uh, here in Alito, but, I mean, still, uh, uh, when uh, the little leadoff man comes up for Houston, he gets booed. And although he was batting third last night, but uh, I think, but when the third baseman comes up, he gets booed because people associate uh, those two guys uh, with the garbage can banging on garbage can scandal on the thing. Yeah, it's yeah. great. It's uh it's fun to see. Fun to see. Nick Correa leaves, and now he says from afar, I really didn't like being a part of that. I didn't – I tried to stop that. <laughs> Get back your ring, then. You also make a hell of a lot of money. They pay a lot of money if you win the World Series. Donate Hinch. that to charity. Yeah. <laughs> you remember yeah. Hinch was uh, tearing up some of the equipment. He would go in there yeah. and rip it up. He wouldn't put a stop to it, but he did try to disconnect <laughs> – some of the some of the cheating equipment. <laughs> well, he could have called the custodians and say, "Please remove this damn trash can." That's yeah, back up behind the dugout. Yeah, that would have helped. <laughs> oh man, uh, Randy Galloway joining the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. Boy, Randy, we used to have the Rangers games on our station, and then we would Ooh. do our show. And we'd go straight into the ALDS or the ALCS or the World yeah, right. Series. And we were there that night in St. Louis. And so we yeah. sort of know what it's like to be up close and almost have it happen. And it doesn't happen. And so it's just it kind of adds a different layer to enjoying all of this because you wonder if you're ever going to get back, right? I mean, when you have those oh, back-to-back yeah, World Series, have. it kind of felt like, oh, they'll do this for a while. And then, of course, while they remain good, uh, they haven't been back to the World Series in what it's been 11, 12 years now. Um, well, 11, and yeah. yeah. And, and by the way, now the last six years they've been off. Correct. And, uh, I, I think it took for this to happen. I'm not a big fan of this ownership, and that goes back 10 years ago. I've been retired that long. But I'm not a big fan of that guy. But I will say this: I was a big fan of uh, of uh, the general manager that uh, he promoted. I was a big fan, a huge fan of the general manager. And Chris Young's a great guy. I remember talking to him a lot, covering him when I was doing a column at the Morning News, and he pitched for the Rangers. But uh, and then Chris Young goes out and talks Bruce Bochy into coming back. Bruce Bochy then turns around and hires uh, uh, Mike Maddox, who was ready to get out of the game. He just he lives in Arlington, didn't want to leave anymore. Certainly, I, you know, I would say the best pitching coach in baseball. And he said his work cut out for him this year. But, I mean, he's put stuff together, uh, not necessarily last night with Mad Max, obviously, but he's mm-hmm. put stuff together that uh, that takes the Rangers to where they are right now still up in uh, still up in the series so you had to have some massive changes at the top because you were 
you were you were doing the same thing. And I think a big change. Uh, and Chris Young is a. I really I thought Chris Young another ten years would be. He was in New York. He was working at MLB. I thought he would end up commissioner. And then boom, uh, he comes to the Rangers because he wanted to come home. Highland Park kid. And uh, so you've got, you know, you, you then Chris Young, uh, who, you know, is one of these Ivy Leaguer, Princeton guy or whatever, Matt. I mean, he could have been setting up in a GM office, uh, bugging a manager, hiring a young manager like the previous GM did around here because you want to tell him who to play, when to play him, how to play him, and the lineup card, he wanted control of that. Well, Bruce Young brings in a guy. I mean, God, excuse me. Chris Young brings in a guy that uh, uh, you don't do that to. You don't do that to Bochy. No. And uh, he lets his manager, uh, he lets, this is old school baseball. Old school as it gets. All right, you let your manager and his coaching staff make the calls. And uh, it, it takes us back to way, the way baseball was played uh, uh, for 100 years. And then suddenly the geeks, uh, front office geeks, took over the game. Well, now the game is back in the hands, uh, at least with the Rangers. And, and, by the way, with the Astros. And nobody, the Astros were built uh, by geeks. Oh, in fact, he got fired. He got run off and has not never been rehired because of the garbage can banging. I can't think of that guy's name. But the, you go back uh, over the last 10 years, the Astro team at that time, the one that ended up going to the World Series was strictly geek ball. Now you bring in Dusty. Mm-hmm. And it's a, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a totally different ball game. Both these teams are old school, have gone to, Old school baseball, uh, and I I love that, absolutely love that, and 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 that's that's kind of what we're seeing now. Randy Galloway uh, joining us on the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. By the way, did you did you have a pretty good round of golf today? I caught you on the uh, the golf course <laughs> earlier today. Did you did you close well? Was it a little windy? It's been really pretty weather. A little warmish today in the Metroplex. Uh, uh, getting into the 80s, did you did you hit the ball okay? Uh, Matt, my round of golf is if you want to ask if it, I had a good day, uh, did I smoke two or three cigars and did I drink two or three beers? And that's what I did. And that, brother, is a good day because with my game, <laughs> there's no good day if you want to just uh, uh, strictly uh, with golf, but. No, I was with friends, you know, buddies, and mm-hmm. we were having a good time. The, uh, <laughs> the great Tim Buchanan, who uh, coached all those state championship teams in Alito, retired after last season, winning another one last season. But uh, he was playing, and then a couple of neighbors of mine, one a fireman, uh, one a retired oil guy, or, work, excuse me, XTO guy. Uh, he didn't own any oil wells. But uh, so yeah, it's a good time. It was a good time, and yes, drank a few beers, smoked a few cigars. So that that was a good day. Yeah. Now, Dusty Baker, we were just talking about him. Uh, he's not pleased, Randy, about the roof being open tonight. That is, um, it's been closed both places. Sure. Dusty. Sure. Dusty's quoted saying 
we were told there was an agreement the roof wouldn't be open at either place. I don't know what changed. <laughs> this I, is going to be I, interesting. You know what? <laughs> I wish, and I guess I just came down. I came home. I was checking everything out. It's just for my own interest, obviously being retired now, and I didn't see that, so I did see where the roof would be open. And I don't even know why that's an issue. Why do you open the dang thing? I mean, it's it's great if you want to, and it's there, If you, but it seems like to me things are going pretty good, and it's been a heck of an interesting series so far with the roof closed. Now, they say it is different. I mean, I, I'm just reading this. I'm not in the clubhouse every day mm-hmm. anymore, you know, talking to managers, talking to players, talking to Chris Young or Dusty or whatever. But they say it is different. And also, you can get some wind. <laughs> and the wind was blowing pretty good today. I don't know how it'll be blowing tonight. I'm sitting out here in Alito right now. I'm about, oh, 30 miles from the ballpark. We don't have much wind at the moment, but it was blowing out here pretty good. But if the wind's blowing, it can impact uh, mm-hmm. uh, things going on on the field. Uh, so I I don't – and I've, we've got people, friends of mine, who write columns here. And they've been all upset about uh, the fact that the roof is never open. Now, they only had one home game, obviously, up until last night. Yeah. But the roof wasn't open. It became an issue. Why isn't the roof open? It's a perfect day. Well, why? I mean, what difference does it make on the thing? So, mm-hmm. uh, I don't blame Hey, God bless Dusty. That's why I like him. <laughs> I'm glad he screamed about it. You know, I think. But by the way, now hold it out. Everything I've read uh, from the start—that's MLB's call. So I don't want anybody to think, oh, the Rangers are slipping one in Mm. on the Astros. Whether the roof is closed or open, because that's what came up. uh, The one game against uh, uh, Baltimore—that came up. Uh, The roof is uh, not going to be open, and we. Again, we had columnists around here going, why not? Open the roof. And, uh, but it's strictly an MLB call uh, and not that mm-hmm. the, somebody with the Rangers going, well, let's really, let's really piss off uh, Dusty and open the roof. They're not allowed had, to do that. It, it hadn't been open since May 21st. Is and guess right? who was pitching that night? Andrew Heaney was on the mound, and he pitched six innings of shutout baseball. (laughs) That makes it look like the Rangers made the call. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, and I think Dusty is uh, thinking maybe the Rangers had some input with MLB is probably what he's registering uh, here as uh, we have uh, 2-1. Rangers have a 2-1 lead. This Evan Carter story. 21 years old, he's in the three-hole left fielder, makes those unbelievable plays the other day. It was kind of funny when he didn't start game two. Everybody's like, what in the world? (laughs) Bochy, what are you doing? And, uh, of course, they they got him to that game pretty quickly when they went to a righty. But, I mean, you've been doing this for a long time. Do you you have anything to compare this to? Was there ever like a a young Ranger – 
that, I mean, obviously we know the Clyde story, and they kind of ruined him by putting him straight from, like, high school into the major leagues. We know that story, but this kid's ready. I mean, he obviously handles himself beautifully, and it's just kind of wild to see him. I mean, he was. I think they just brought him up to kind of see how he was going to do it. They're probably going to send him back down, and he's just stuck. And now he's in the middle of the lineup. I mean, this is this is an amazing story. And, and no, and having followed the Rangers for 52 years, including day one back in 1972, uh, I don't think there's ever been anything like this. A guy that uh, starts, and again, their, their postseason activity is rather limited. So to see a guy who starts off who a month ago was in double-A, a plant out in Frisco, and then he only spent about a week down in uh, Round Rock in AAA. Garcia gets hurt in September. They bring him up, and uh, boom. But I, uh, I Matt, I, I, I'm saying I can't recall anything that where you just are on the scene, and now you're a star. <laughs> now everybody, now everybody loves you. But I, and we've seen some good young players come up. And uh, and do some do some things, but you're not only a star. I mean, this is not uh, yo man. He's had a heck of an April or a heck of a May. He's had a heck of an October uh, playing against a 99 win team in Tampa, a 101 win team in Baltimore, and, and now uh, the uh, division champs, uh, the defending world champs in Houston. So no, I I'm, I'm positive there's never been anything like this going on, particularly when you consider the stage, the stage being October uh, playoff baseball, and with the chance to go to the World Series. Yeah, and by the it way, is. Hey, now here's what I love about the 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 Carter story too, from the small Tennessee town, Elizabethton. Of the great Jason Witten, one of your favorites, one of my favorites, and I, I think a future Hall of Famer in the NFL, but also just a, a Hall of Fame good guy in Jason Witten, and both of them are from Elizabethton, Tennessee. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I talked to Jason about it the other day, and he no, he really good. gave, yeah, and he gave a rave review. He texted me back about Evan and all that I think Jason's way into it. He's out there where in Argyle or Liberty Christian, yeah, winning all kinds of games out there. Liberty Christian, which is located in Argyle, and they are the well, the number one. I don't know about the state now, but they're the number one ranked uh, North Dallas forward, North Texas private school. Uh, and by the way, there's some pretty private schools, pretty dang good private school football uh, too. Um, all over the state, but particularly up here. So yeah. it's that's no small thing, even though it's not public school football. But uh, yeah, Witten's done a heck of a job. They uh, hired that. I, I, yeah. I could imagine him wanting to coach high school football. You got all the money in the world. You know why? Why do you want to coach high school football? But he did, and I think his sons. Now I don't know. They may have graduated. Did you ask him that? His, his no. sons were coming along as a at a football age, and that may have been why he did it. But and I don't know whether they uh, they still, you know, are in high school or have graduated. Yeah, it's pretty amazing. And some of the hires they made out there. They their track coach is the guy who won a gold medal 
from Baylor <laughs> at Jeremy That's Warner. Right. They hired him as their track coach. My God. Yeah, I know. And by the way, that guy, Jeremy Warner, and I, people, uh, they're going, well, well, maybe they'll like it because it's Baylor. He yeah. went to Arlington Lamar High School. He lived, it's the way he's, he lived about two blocks from me when I lived in Grand Prairie, and where I grew up and lived for 60 years. Jeremy was two blocks away, but the, the way the school district boundaries came in, kids right in there, they went, they didn't go to Grand Prairie High School, maybe thank God. But they went mm-hmm. to they went to Lamar and then Jeremy, Jeremy went on to Olympic, obviously Olympic fame. I just thought I'd throw that in there. I like he's that. Always, I... I, he, he's always considered an Arlington guy. No, he's not from Arlington. He's from Grand Prairie. Yeah, I like that. Let's JJ uh, Joe, all, all, also from Arlington Lamar, the <laughs> <Yeah>. Vikings. Uh huh. <laughs> Yeah, the great Baylor quarterback. Um, yeah. All right, well, tell uh, Janina, I said, hey, you'll be proud of me. I've been watching a Western, okay? I love Westerns. And I went back, and I'm watching a made-for-TV movie from 1989. It, it is Lonesome Dove, obviously the great oh, McMurtry right. novel. But, man, I'd forgotten. I was still in yeah. high school when that came out. But Duvall, Tommy Lee Jones, oh, Chris man. Cooper, uh, Angelica Houston. I mean, there's never – there has never been a better made-for-TV movie well, than Lonesome uh, Dove. Real quick, I know you got to go, but I had never watched Lonesome Dove until I would say about three months ago, and wow. then I, and I couldn't believe. It. Of course, it's three boy, three parts, I think, in it. And yeah, I, yeah. I, it's on. It was on. I, I got my son-in-law to <laughs> to get it up Netflix. Because it, 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 he had to type it in and get it up yeah. on Netflix. Oh, I loved it. I had never watched it. Never watched that thing. Yeah. And, uh, but I'm glad here at my old age I finally saw it. On the yeah. Ricky, Ricky Schroeder was in that thing. Robert sure. uh, Urich, or how do we say, Urich, or whatever. Uh, yeah. He was in it. I mean, what a deal. What a deal. And then, oh, Danny That's Glover. It. Danny Glover yeah, in it. Everybody in the world in it. Goodness. That's good. That was, All right, uh, let's that... go. Let's watch some baseball tonight. We'll see. They, yeah. The D-backs are, uh, as well as nothing, nothing, top of the six. They've got some rookie pitching that is shut out Philly through five. Let's see what happens here and then see if, uh, I don't know, by a miracle, get a Ranger win tonight. Matt, I enjoyed doing it, brother. <laughs> All right. I'll talk to you soon. Have a great dinner. We'll talk to you. Appreciate it. All right. Bye. There he goes, uh, Randy Galloway, off into the night. Now, I was I had this on my screen, Aaron. This uh, I was going to update folks on this. Uh, Phillies, the NLCS is going on as we speak. And uh, let's 